Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special, what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Love, Human, Be Spirit, where we try to bring to you the energy of whatever we're feeling each and every time we feel called to record. We are um, at our most authentic and our most um, vulnerable spots when we show up like this, and I think that empowers us to share what we feel called to share and hopefully um, ignite some I don't know. Of course, I'm going to use the word initiation um, in whatever it is that you might have going on. Right, Monique? How are you today? Yeah. Hello. Hello, Amy. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back. Oh, good. My cat's here to say welcome back to right on time. <laughs> I swear, Amy and I are talking for time on the phone beforehand. As soon as we record, this little cat comes over with a jingly bell. If you hear that, by the way, I heard it in one of our episodes, the jingle bell in the back, that's the cat. Okay. I'm doing great today. Um, we are here in Florida coming at you live. There's a storm, a Bruin nearby us. Um, it's Libra season. Welcome to Libra season. I just had a birthday. I turned 41, um, right at the tail end of Virgo. And, um, we just had literally like the yeah. day, yeah, the day the cusp switched. Yeah. Quite literally. Yeah. Cause I was born at like 2 35 AM, not at like 2 30, at 2 35 AM. Um, <laughs> so now everybody knows, but, um, and so yeah, I was born early on in the day in that last day of Virgo. Um, back in the year I was born, but um, I'm excited to uh, talk to everyone today. I'm excited to be back. Listeners, thanks for coming back. New listeners, welcome. We're excited to have you. Um, and we're here, like Amy said, raw and real for you, coming at you. Um, and um, hoping that the weather just carries on and mother nature does her thing mm -hmm. and in the most gracious way that she can for us. Um, and that doesn't stop us from recording though, does it? Nope. I still have nope. power. So, <laughs> <laughs> and we will have power, but, um, so, and make sure you say that manifester out loud, please. Oh, no, um, I mean, I trust that I will have power, you know, certainly yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk about, uh, balance today yes. and, um, right. Where we, we kind of, uh, came to this pretty, pretty spontaneously. My spleen loves that type of energy and, and we started, you know, getting into some feelings about Libra season and like balance. And I mean, let's be honest, very honest, or I'll be honest, is um, I'm always struggling for balance in my life with everything. That's I can say that that's been a theme for me for pretty much as long as I can remember. It's like either I felt out of balance or I've been like trying to get in balance, you know, and uh, for me, uh, finding human design has really allowed me to feel more balanced. 
advanced for sure in a lot of ways. Um, you know, this, um, this idea of regulating our nervous system has come up um, uh, from one of, from Amy's mouth, it came up, but also I was listening to um, uh, our girls, Day Luna put out an episode uh, and there's uh, someone on there and I can't, her name is eluding me, but was also talking about the nervous system yep. and I read posts about this and I'm splenic and that has a lot to do with that. So I, I really, I feel like this is a theme like that, uh, like I said, that's been, you know, in my life, probably my whole life, but something that I've, I'm definitely more aware of and, and that I enjoy putting front and center now is this idea of balance. I think it's good for me all around is what I've found, like in terms of how I feel, you know, um, I've referenced this before on the podcast, but I was running at like a tightly wound, high strung, you know, 10 turbo, whatever weird speed that just, and, and you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I was doing pretty all right at it, but it didn't feel great, you know, in my body. Well, and it certainly isn't sustainable for us. Correct. It doesn't mean that we can't do it. It just does. It means that we can also choose not to keep at that pace perpetually or think it is something that it, we are meant to be consistent at. Do you think that balance is something that you've um, kind of, I don't want to say struggled with, strived for, or like something that was like something conceptually that was like a theme in your life, like, if, or, or like me, were you somebody that also like has just felt wildly out of balance a lot of the time, like her life? Yes. So I loved the buzzword terminology in my corporate life where we were starting to strive for more of the work-life balance. And you guys can't see me, but I'm air quoting work-life balance because I always got the biggest kick out of that because it was like they were saying that that's what they were, you know, really trying to um, promote for all of us. But yet we were constantly having to do more with less. Like, you know, and so how, how in the hell do you constantly trying to create, um, and recalibrate what the fuck balance is. And, you know, um, I think, I think what I liked about us talking about balance and I, you know, I said before we started recording was because here we are, we've just embarked into Libra season, Libra, you know, the energy of Libra is, has a lot of balance that is invited into that. And I like the energy of, you know, harmony. It's like creating because, you know, the scale's always going, whoop, 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 you know, up and down. And so I think um, if I can invite myself to say, all right, am I feeling pretty harmonic in how I am expressing and extending my energy, then I likely feel pretty balanced. But oh my God, no, I don't think I was balanced. I think I was fight or flight, constant, uh, you know, who's on first type of energy you know, versus, um, oh, well today I am choosing. And now I'm a lot more of today. I'm choosing today. I am much more intentional and I can, and have seen myself drop right back into my old ways. Yeah. You know? And so it's, it's that invitation of, and now I feel like because of the presence that I created in my life, where, and by presence, I mean me being very present and intentional. I feel like I am stepping into, okay, what is my body trying to tell me? Where in my design am I feeling, you know, out of balance? And, you know, that's kind of what I felt like um, was going to be exciting for us to discuss and share today of how we empower ourselves to create more of that when the awareness comes up that we feel like we're not what I'm thinking. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, that's, that's for sure a, a valid, uh, a, a valid piece of that. I just, um, you know, I, since I, uh, going back to what I was saying about being on the cusp is, um, I love that you came together with this like idea of entering Libra season and balance, because I've always felt like a, a lot of Libra, like energy in my, um, like before I knew design and I was, and I was more into astrology. Um, I mean, I've been into astrology most of my like adult life, but I, I would, I would always, I was always drawn to the Libra, um, stuff, even though my, my sun sign was Virgo and, you know, which makes sense. I'm a cusp, but the idea, the harmony, the balance that like, I was drawn to that. The, the, I, even the word harmony, I, I remember being a, a little girl and liking that name for like a daughter, like when you're young and you start thinking about that sort of thing. Like I loved that word specifically. Um, and I have, I think, I think I told you four or five planets in Libra in my astrology chart. So um, I love this energy and um, and I love that you brought it together for us to, to talk about. So, um, so here we are talking about it. Do you, can you think of an area um, in your design where you would go to um, like, is it some place that you have definition? Is it an activation in, you know, a specific center? Is it, you know, mm -hmm. your sun, your earth grounding. Do you, I mean, do you feel connected to any of those to try to create balance for yourself when you're aware that you're out of balance? Well, I think for me, the biggest piece that I go to right away, like even as soon as you started asking me that question, it came immediately is my split definition. So my split, and I think I've talked about this is my kind of like the top half of me. So like my mind and my throat are like chit chatting. And then, um, and then the bottom of me, you know, my spleen where my authority is and my G center and my ego are like chit chatting. Mm -hmm. And, um, and those two parts of me, when I, like, when I really started to understand that in my design and learn like kind of how that could play out, I realized like that was, that's a big thing for me. So um, that is a place of balance where I check in all the time and, and it can be hard because what happens is it's like, it almost feels like I know what to do and I know what, what steps to take and I'm fine. And then as soon as I'm like exposed to things, it's like, I start to feel confused because now my head, I guess, is taking in and then my mind is processing and then making, you know, it's opinions about what it's processing and trying to apply it to me where that's what I now know is incorrect, right? I'm taking in that information and applying it and taking it in so that I can apply it when the moment shows up to apply it. But that's not for me to apply to myself, my, like that info, right? Like that's kind of how I see it. My info comes, the, the info for me to apply to myself comes like from my instincts. That's the, that initial thing. And if I find myself um, being like, well, maybe that's not a good idea because I know that I've already gone into my mind at that point. I know I have, because for me, it's in, it's knowing in the moment, but if I'm like, now I've been like uh, presented with an, let's say I, I have a feeling to do something. I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm home by myself and I'm like in like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. I'm super into it. And then I leave my house and I like go out to do something and I run into somebody and they start talking to me about something. And now I'm listening to them and somehow whatever they say to me makes, makes its way to that thing that I had that I, that I was sure about before I left the house by myself. Right. And now I'm like, Oh, now my mind is like, Oh wait, but that, 
could influence that. And then that, maybe I shouldn't do that, but that's not, I don't know. I got to rethink this. Let me, you know, and then, but at that point, that's now I'm, I'm kind of, which I'm not going to say that that's wrong. Maybe in some instances that's okay. Maybe it's my body stopping me from in a minute and rethinking it and then doing it. And I don't know, but like, definitely there's a balance thing there that I, that I'm learning to navigate, if you will, with like my design. That's the first place I go to when you asked me that this idea of balance of mind and like instinctual knowingness um that's and but that's that's felt like a thing for me for as long as I can remember I just have words for it now you know now it's validated right yeah yeah because I remember being being um I've I've just always had this like like almost like like two parts of me talking to each other that feeling that's been present for me and you know maybe it's I've always written so sometimes that's come out in my like but there's always been these like two um two kind of parts like real quick parts of me like when things are presented it's like one of me is like oh that's cool and the other part of me is like ah that's scary I don't know like always it's always felt like that so um I think that's my split I think that's or maybe not only that but I do I do feel like that's a that's an area of, for me in my chart where balance is a, a, a priority, I guess, a, an intentional priority for me where I, I kind of go to when I'm especially if I'm doing decision making things. Right. You know? Yeah. What about you? Well, my first instinct without fail was my, you know, my emotional waves you know, before I could even allow myself to acknowledge that I had them and I wanted to dismiss them. But now I can see that, um, the nature of, you know, the energy they hold for me that I could, you know, kind of make up a story about what I'm feeling and the, having the, the knowledge now that there's no truth in the now, that it's not personal, that whatever I'm feeling it too shall pass, you know, um, I don't have to have clarity in that moment. Therefore I may not feel quote unquote balanced. It's almost just like giving myself peace by saying it's okay that I don't know exactly. I don't have, you know, clarity on this or that right now. Um, I'll give myself time to get there where before it was just like, um, and maybe this, you know, can relate to your part about the split because one of my splits is from my root to my solar, you know, cause I have a defined root, but you know, those two are not connected. So maybe I was feeling this pressure that I needed to do something, do something, do something, but emotionally, you know, wherever I was at in my wave, I just, I, I could not make, um, an aligned decision. One thing, something that felt solid. So that was my first one. And then of course, um, I will forever be connected to this, I think, cause I have gate 12 in the throat and it's, it's that knowing when to say what I am feeling called to say. And of course, this is mine is connected to my solar plexus because I have that full 1222 channel, but I have, I can see parts of me in my life holding back saying things because either I wasn't in the right mood, wasn't with the right people, wasn't sure of myself. I mean, I, I can see, you know, some of the, the balance mismatch coming from my open heart center. I mean, I can see it in a lot of areas. Where I don't feel like I see it, which is interesting because you went to the mind, of course, you have a defined mind, 
is this uncertainty and, you know, these, this questions, I don't feel like I have a lot of uncertainty questions and doubt. I feel like for most of my life, I was just very open to listening and hearing. And I didn't feel like that kind of thing took me out of balance. It was probably more my pressure feeling like I had something to prove, combine that with the fact that I, you know, needed clarity in my emotions to know what was best. And now um, I just give myself a lot of grace with that. I mean, maybe because I have a gate of grace too, but you know, so. Yeah, you do. And so, I'm so I, it's just like, I, I, I don't have to know right now. Like I love where the old Amy needed to know, like it did, it felt a little unsafe not to know, or not even unsafe. It felt, um, irresponsible. That's the word that comes to mind. That may be the programming and conditioning that I had, but especially as a single mom, I felt like I had to be sure I had to know I had to make split second decisions. And now I don't. Sure. I just don't. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think a lot of people could probably relate to that. And what you said makes so much sense too, about, um, how your split is, is uh your root and your solar don't connect right that's where your split happens so well, my spleen and my throat don't connect either your spleen and your throat wait but oh i see yeah. so where so it's your spleen and your root they connect are together yep they're their solar my throat and my solar and, and my throat are connected right yeah so, so your spleen split. and your root right so you have this push in the moment <laughs> to want you know and maybe even you know in the moment but your emotions aren't like so i could that just made so much sense when you were speaking on that and, and i hope that that um resonated for people with uh emotional definition especially and your waves and all of that like um i i hope that like that just I don't know. I hope that that validated things for a, a lot of people and, and for you, of course, but I have to imagine it did. Right. Like, I mean, I think I dismissed like my emotions forever. I wanted to lean on my spleen. Those split second decisions. I right. felt like I had to survival, right? Right. Like, survival right. well-being. I had to, if I didn't yeah. would type of energy and I didn't give myself the space. So I, I can look back and see decisions that I made that were not aligned, which created great imbalance in my life. You know, it's interesting too. I think what you mentioned about how, um, the mind and uh, how that doesn't like come up for you at all, but, and like how the example I gave specifically was me, like how that could sway like me and my knowingness. Right. And, and it absolutely could very well because Amy and I, both have an undefined head, but we have, uh, she has an undefined mind. And I have a defined mind. So there is like a little bit more like, uh, you don't like the word rigidity, I was going to say, but, but no, there is a little, makes, but it makes sense. Rigidity there's more rigidity in the way word. that defined minds think like there, yeah. it, it, you know, there can be stubbornness or there can be, uh, you know, I mean, essentially I have a, a, a consistent way of processing information as I receive it through my open head, whereas yours is open. So you're open-minded essentially, whereas mine is more like, you know, and so it take, maybe it takes me longer. Maybe I just don't see it that way or whatever, or maybe I see it this way and either way that could be that. But I think that it could also be that, um, our auras because you're closed aura. Um, you really, I feel like you're mechanically sort of more, um, I don't know, selective maybe, just innately about what you're taking in um whereas mine is absorbing uh automatically 
you know, like now that I'm aware of how my aura works, I can shut that down. I, I know when somebody's words are starting to influence my, my, me, my space, me, literally me. Um, and it, it's, it happens and it's this, it, and I, and I'm starting to, to feel and learn that it's because of this absorption of aura that I do with people. Um, and then it starts to get blurry really quick for me, you know, but so now that I'm aware, it's like, I can, um, kind of like brace myself a little bit or like, or sometimes to don't tell anybody guys, but I, I just stop listening and because I know that that's better for me in that moment. I'll like, you know, until I have to go, like, I'm, I'm still listening, but not like I listen to people normally. See, I think that's your right arrows. I think you're gifted with that, with those right arrows too. Even if you're saying that you're intentional, you can also um, let yourself do that more. My left arrows, I still want to, fo I, I physically have to get up and quote unquote, mysteriously go to the bathroom and sometimes never fucking come back oh you think i could sit there through it because i'm right arrow gotcha. i think i sense. think there's some that makes sense yeah, i yeah, feel yeah. like it might happen a little easier where yeah, my yeah. left it's like i i in the absence of you know putting my hands over my ears which <laughs> right people might find rude right i don't know i mean i might <laughs> defend some people i mean there have been multiple times now that i have so much greater awareness that I will physically get up and remove myself. So, because again, let's go back to what I said about my, you know, my defined throat. I want to interject. I want to shut it down. And I may not be in the right space, the right environment, the right, you know, listeners yeah. to hear what I have to say. So to protect myself, I just bounce <laughs> yeah you know another um another reason why i um i go with that mind to that with my split with the balance piece where why i went there right away too is because even with my um because my mind and, and throat are uh sometimes i felt like before i knew my design i would speak what i was thinking with such conviction, because I have a defined ego, um, but I hadn't let myself feel it through all the way. Mm -hmm. And my words would come out and they wouldn't have the same, or I was wrong sometimes. <laughs> but when I was speaking, I was for sure I was right. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now it's like, and I'm not saying that I shouldn't speak my mind whenever the, I feel like it. Okay. Please don't misunderstand. I'm, and I'm still very guilty of saying, put my foot in my mouth. But um, what I, what I do now is this awareness of if I, if there's something I really want, sometimes it still just blurts out of my mouth. I said that the other day to Amy. I'm like, what, who says that? I was listening back to myself and I'm like, I just blurted it out of my mouth. But but more when I'm being more intentional and when it's com conversationally, I would say, um, I'll give it a minute, like for what the person says to like kind of go through my body, if that makes sense, not just my mind. Because I think that what was happening before was I would be in like a conversation and somebody would say something and let's say it would like push a button on me or an opinion that I had in my mind or a certain whatever. My, my defined ego and my defined throat mind, 
even though my ego is not connected to the throat and the mind, but still, right, it's my one motor, it would like turn on. And then I think I was like talking and saying a lot of shit before I had really let myself like even let my spleen take that all of that in maybe and get all the info I needed before I spoke my truth. Let my G center and my spleen talk about it too. You know what I'm saying? Before my mouth starts going, you know, because now it's like more intentional when I speak and I, you know, and I guess that's playing into waiting for the invitation. I've also really kind of um, built that into my day to day. I, I wait like for, to be invited into conversations now. That wasn't a thing for me before. I was talking all the time to people that didn't ask me to talk to them. Not like on the streets, but like if we were all, if there was four of us having a combo, I was trying to like have my opinion as the conversation was going on. I don't do that anymore. Like not unless it's like my combo that I started. Now I'll, I'll wait. I have like a lot of thoughts and stuff happening until I'm either asked sometimes or or really recognize to be invited in because then I get the floor. Then nobody's trying to talk over me. Then I don't have to feel like I'm struggling to like be heard when I wait for the invitation. That's like how I'm wanting that works for me too. So maybe all of that is played in, but there is definitely some balance that I have taken intentional note of with that, with kind of allowing my body to process the information being brought at me, not just my mind. Was it, that uncomfortable for you at first? When you created that awareness... And you yeah. might have before, whatever way you showed up before, yeah. recognizing that's your design, what you know you were most aligned to do, was that uncomfortable? When I was doing it before? No. When you then recognized that there was another way that it would fall, you know, it would be no. It, it was not uncomfortable. Beautiful. Because it I was, just want to, I want the yeah. listeners to hear. Yeah. I don't care if it was. Yeah. Just no, I didn't understand the question. Yeah. Cause what happens is, is at first it's uncomfortable because it's a new way of doing something. But what you're saying is no, it wasn't even uncomfortable. It felt very aligned. Okay. Great. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe it was a little uncomfortable. Um, when was, I was, was there fear? Oh, shit. I'm not going to get what I want to say in this. Oh, um, was there fear of that? Like, I'm not going to be heard. No. And, and maybe because I have a defined throat, it was never really like, I didn't feel like I wasn't going to be heard necessarily, or like I had to say this thing. It's just that I really wanted to. Yeah. Belonging. Like, I, yeah. I just really wanted to be, I had a good opinion. I wanted to, it to be recognized, yes. you know, and, and, um and that's fine. So maybe, maybe it was hard, but I, I felt like I wasn't getting that anyway. So it's like, was it hard to shut up instead? No, not really. Because what, I mean, not to shut up instead, that sounded very harsh. But what I mean was, um, I, me leaning into my body hasn't been, it wasn't hard for me. It wasn't hard for me. And I'm splenic. And I think that that's why. So I think as soon as I was like, yo, mine, one second. Like, let the body process some things. As soon as I said okay to that, like, it was like a, a, like a, a, like a, a quicker tune in to it, I guess. It, was, it also felt sublimely easier, Amy, for me to stop overthinking everything that I was trying to say next. Because I don't do that anymore either. I know now that when I speak, I've given myself the time to already process 
like, um, you know, moment to moment what's going on before I was in my head a lot. So it's like, I wasn't processing moment to moment awareness in my body properly, like not with awareness, because I was thinking I was in my head, you know, so it's like, even if I was getting intel, like daily in my life, bodily, bodily intel about like people, places, spaces, whatever, I was just up here, you know, so it was, it was like a disconnect. Whereas now it's like, this idea of being moment to moment present and that allows me to like take it into my body easy it's like easier for me that's I don't know that's the, the honest answer that I feel like and yeah maybe a tiny bit of like adjustment because it is different than I had been uh, very much operating but the way that I was operating was exhausting me in so many ways that like when I got this info it was like such a like gift for me it was like here's here's your past okay i i just want us to take a pause because that that whole stream that you just shared was just so well said and well articulated for anybody who has been living out of alignment not and not knowing there's no judgment here and you gained knowledge about your design which remember our design empowers us to be our most authentic self and in that full alignment, we get to choose that. And you chose to lean in and look how much softer it feels for you. And I loved just the whole shh mind. Shh. And you're not like shutting it off. You're just saying, hold up. I have another part of me that has the intelligence to help guide me. And you have tapped in and I get to see it. I get to witness it all the time. And so this, and I can't help, but assume it creates more balance in your life. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't fathom that it doesn't Of course, because then you, the ways that you're choosing things for yourself is in alignment to how you're designed to do them. Hello. It mm -hmm. gets to be this easy. And mm -hmm. even if it's just a little uncomfortable, even if it's a little awkward at first to kind of get the hang of it because you've been yeah. operating a completely different way for so long, yeah. wasn't it worth it? Yeah. All day, all day. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, I, I sometimes feel like Amy pulls this stuff out of me when we record, because again, with the left arrow, right arrow combo, it's like, sometimes I don't know, I, I don't always put the pieces together myself, you know, um, conversations help do that. And Hey, we're both split definitions. So that that's helps. right. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, I think for sure, that's such an area of balance for me that has worked in my favor by leaning into my design. And, and like you just said, um, what a, what an easier and softer um way to approach life and 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 yeah it's just it doesn't feel as tiring for me yeah you know yes and I could say the same for me it's like it is the surrender I'll use that yeah. word for me understanding that while I have a well-defined route that doesn't mean I have to have pressure to be go 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 and so I get to check into where is my energy level and what am I feeling in that moment? What's going on there? And I dismissed the shit out of that my whole life. It was like, nope, that doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to just go, I'm going to do, I'm going to, you know, I was in the energy of doing, not in the energy of being. 
And I have flipped that so much. Does it, does it still happen from time to time? Of course, I'm a mama. I still have like, I better go take care of that immediately. Okay. And then I'll just check in. I'm like, wait, wait, do I? Cause that was impulsive. I'm not meant to make impulsive decisions. What I'm, what story am I making up? You know, what patterns and habits am I trying to shift to one that's more aligned to that harmonic balance that I'm trying to create in my life and like really empowering myself to check in with me for the first time instead of every fucking body else. Yeah. You know, it's so beautiful to hear you say that at the telling the stories part, you say that that's like a terminology that you really brought to my my uh, front, like front and center for me. And it's so, it's such another part of why I, what, what would take me out of the moment, you know, was my mind and just the telling of stories, even when I was with somebody and like, they were giving me like, I, like now talking to you about it, I could say, I, I can remember instances where I was with people and they were giving me Intel in the moment. My body was getting Intel in the moment about the situation or like what was about to happen or like what was like in terms and um but my but myself my mind my aware self chose to be in that moment telling myself stories about what was going on between me and and said person and what that allowed me to do was leave that experience feeling uh, usually bad and uh and uh not enough ish or something like something had something had, like like the person had done something to me to make me feel that way or like like if that that was the sentiment instead of me leaving this experience with also like if like you said if i tell my mind like quiet down just one second can you give me a second um, I would have left that experience with other intel that might have prepared me for the next experience that was about to happen with that person, because that's what the spleen does, right? It's like almost like futuristic, like a little bit of seconds before knowingness or minute, whatever, something like that. Sometimes it's described as that. For me, sometimes it feels like that because it's like that, you know, if I'm like, God, if I like, I'll put my cup down and it's like, then I'll be like, that cup's going to fall. That's what I'll hear or something like that. And then sometimes I'll just walk away and then I'm like, oh, crap that like I got to move that cup because now it's gonna fall sometimes I don't know right like I should I'm like is that just a thought I don't know but like I was telling you recently I'm starting to try and honor those thoughts lean heads I don't know what they are I'm still working that out but like um it's it's just I lost my consciousness thought do you ever going. write those things down? You know, I asked you that. I put you right no. on the spot when we were together on Saturday. Yeah. Just for you guys, I got to um, spend the day with Monique on Saturday and it was yeah. totally amazing and just filled my cup in ways that I can't even articulate. But, you know, I was just really curious because that is something that I offer whenever, you know, we give readings to people and help share with them, the you know, the deliciousness of their design and they have splenic authority. It's like allowing yourself to really acknowledge some of that by documenting it and so I was you're like oh my god I felt a page in an hour you know like you, you know I feel like I would have to walk around like this <laughs> like my whole life with like a little notepad and pen to but like just, write down every it, I mean I think the intention behind it is to really yeah. align yourself to connect yeah. with how brilliant and how forthcoming that information always is yeah no no it's a beautiful suggestion I, and I think I might do it at some point um, because you know I've told you before I I used to have a food and mood journal 
I had no idea that the power of that me documenting my mood. And then I just shared with you yesterday that I'll kind of write in my journal, like the energy that I'm feeling with that entry. And now I'm recognizing while I've never necessarily tracked my waves, I haven't done that, but I kind of guess I am because the energy that I'm feeling that as I title it is kind of like probably where I'm at in my mood. And, um, you know, just, just ways of helping yourself see what otherwise we may just be dismissing. And, you know, I dismissed my shit for years. I dismissed my shit because I, um, I don't know, probably a lot of what was modeled for me. (laughs) Well, I mean, we all do like to some degree. I mean, let's be real, but, um, I had a bunch of thoughts and it, and it got too many in my head that I was going to say next to you. But um, I just think that, uh, do you think that if you were splenic that you would do that? What you just yes. suggest? Yes. And do you know, if I was emotional, I would for sure track my waves. Yeah. For sure. I know I would. Yeah. Isn't that weird? But you don't, you don't get to be splenic. You got to get to be emotional. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, balance. Um, yes. So back to balance. So I just, um, I do, I love that. Um, I think just in the time that I've known you, uh, you understanding your emotional definition has allowed you to achieve some, some different stages of balance in your life for yourself. I've seen that. Um, you know, I, like you always say, I'm lucky enough to see your growth too, uh, you know, day to day because we do, uh, connect regularly and, um, Yes, Amy drove over to see me because she came to have lunch with me to celebrate my birthday because she's just that kind of person. Um, and I love her so much. And, and um, you know, when we were together, we got to have some really great conversations too. But it's just, it's pretty incredible. And just the time that I've, you know, that we've gotten to know each other, um, like you get, like you always say, you get to see my splenic stuff play out. I get to see that from you too. And it's, and it's so amazing. Um, and I draw in people with the 35, 36, like it's my job. So I don't know that that's like, that's definitely, uh, um, a definition that I'm drawn to. And, um, and I love that. I love that about design too. See, I think that there's like an element of balance, just, um, just there because yes. of this because of like the draw in of yes. what we do energetically how we're always telling people like you know you're gonna draw like i we always say i draw in emotionals you know and you know um it's just that's balance too and um i oh i remembered one thing i was gonna say since you mentioned the root center now a few times that's another area that i go to for balance now that i didn't i didn't get to even i don't know i i couldn't even think of like a pressure center at the root of my body in balance like I wouldn't even have said that sentence like that makes any sense like that just sounds like what no no way um and I've always had lower back pain like always so um not not surprising guys you know the root center is down there and I was operating uh from a place of uh, thinking I had to define my mind my defined mind thought I had to define root to go with it (laughs) um however learning that I am an undefined rooted person. That's, that's a weird way to say that. <laughs> Knowing that I have undefinition in my root, also a weird way to say that I realized, but um, I, it has taught me that I don't, uh, to check my pressure, right? Am I running at, am I putting this pressure on me or is, am I feeling this from outside of me? Because I got to tell you nine times out of 10, it's from outside of me. 
it's it's so rare that I put pressure on myself to do something. That's what I've learned, which is whoosh, groundbreaking news. I thought I was putting pressure on myself all the time to do things, but no, turns out I was taking in pressure a lot of the time and transmuting that as my own, keeping it for myself. Ill, that's not my journey. I don't have to do that. I get to choose which pressures I keep and stuff, you know? So that's- Don't you think that, I'm sorry, I interrupted. I'll shut up. No, you can say it. It's fine. Who knows if we'll Uh, get back to it, but I don't care. Don't you think that that pressure, because even though I'm defined there, I've certainly felt I've allowed fuck tons of pressure from others yeah. i mean oh, yeah. i could say that even today where everybody up my ass about this fucking hurricane that's coming oh god what am i gonna do what am i gonna do and i want everybody to fuck off and let me decide yeah um but don't you think that that has empowered us to have that need to respond 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 which you know we are not sacral yeah. beings so we're not meant right. to respond to yeah. get that pressure off of us oh yeah oh don't yeah you? yeah and yeah. what does that do yeah. It takes us out of balance because that's not our lane. That's not our lane at all. And so I just, I see the dynamics on how things work within our designs, just, you know, ping, ping, ping. You can just, you know, yeah, back and forth of what happens. I mean, I, 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 I can just see that so much. I can see, go back to that word rigidity of, you know, things that I did a certain way for so long that I thought led to a level of, I don't know, let's air quote the word success. Um, You know, like that's the way it needs to be. I have evidence that that works that way, blah, blah, blah. All the while dismissing all the wisdom my body was giving me that I was completely exhausted, depleted, adrenal fatigue, all the things. And now I'm really checking in and going, God, do I even want to do that? Does that even feel good to me? Do I, is there some energy of thinking that I have to? And who the fuck's voice is that telling me I have to just... And so that empowers me to create more balance in my life because I'm shining the light on some of those things that just like most of us have done, 40% of our daily actions are on autopilot. Do they have to be? Are those the ones that I feel like those, that 40%, does that even serve me anymore? It's okay if it did. It's also okay if it no longer does. Right. Yeah. I think um, that's a big, that's a big part of it too. You know, a lot of, uh, so, you know, maybe, maybe it served you before, you know, and it just no longer does. And that's a big balance piece too. Uh, you know, letting go of things that no longer serve. That's a, that's a point of balance too, you know, for 100%. keeping these things that don't serve us. Right. We can't, um, you know, at, while you were speaking, I got, a um, a ping and, and the, the pressure from the people about the hurricane is a real, real place of check-in. Um, guys, if you are like Amy or like myself and you are, um, anywhere near where this storm may hit, you may be feeling pressures from people and just the stuff around you to, uh, want to feel a certain way, you know, um, fear conditioning is real (laughs) guys. Um, and I'm grateful that I have uh, developed a stronger relationship with my spleen because it has allowed me to like, be like, Bing, like you always say, bing, that's your fear. I'm good. Bing. So, um, you know, I was flicking off my shoulders, guys. Sorry, I only did the the sound effect. Um, So, I mean, I'm getting like school closure notifications left and right as we're recording this right now, even though they've already let us know like twice very efficiently. It's like this like pressure. That's that's why when Amy, I I was telling Amy, I'm like, listen, because she's a newer Floridian. I've been here a while. But 
this pressure that you feel from the outside about storms and things like that is very real. It's a great opportunity for us to experiment with, is this conditioning? Is, do I want to take this in right now? Do I not? You know, like, do I want to feel this way about it? Do I want to take some time by myself and see how I feel about this? Do I want to ride my way? Do I want to be in the moment? You know, like, it's a great opportunity to do that. But what I was going to say is I was uh, looking out my almost hurricane clad window while we were, while you were talking. And um, I was looking at the nature around where I live and nature is always in balance, right? I mean, like besides when we're fucking it up, but nature it is in its natural form is always in balance. The ecosystem is balanced. It knows what it needs to do to get the things done for everything to work. Right. I love that about nature. We love this. We should learn like, I don't know, model remodel this back to nature, but um, more so I believe as a humanity, but when learning design and learning this idea of leaning into our natural energetics for me, like kind of goes with that. Like, it's like, we're leaning into our nature. Um, therefore leaning into nature, like the whole, like the universe, everything, you know? So if we're, you know, of course the ease and flow is going to, is going to come into our life. If we're more in balance in terms like, like how nature is in balance. Um, nature's not in balance by thinking about it. Nature's right. in balance because it is in balance because it's bodily, it's embodied balance uh, because it's doing what it feels it needs to do um, while also sustaining the ecosystem, right? Like, and, and whatnot, like the trees, right? The roots, all of that. Um, I mean, I'm not a scientist. I won't say the right words here, but um, this idea of balance and us becoming more balanced means us also tuning into the balance of nature, therefore equaling the balance of the universe. That's how that feels to me. As you were, as we were just talking about this, as I was looking at the trees, that's what I um, kind of got, you know. And uh, and I love that because that just makes sense to me. Um, this idea of like pushing and like you know uh, going like against the grain of like our natural. Um, inclinations and feelings and and wantings and all of that just it's just starting to feel so fucking wrong for me and mm -hmm. and, and for like and just I don't, I don't I don't like it I'm like I don't like when I see it I don't like when I do it I'm like ugh. I just want to be me and I want everyone to be them so that we can all be like the freaking trees and like the you know I just the balance this idea I love that we're talking about this because more and more people, I believe, are, are putting themselves first and are finding, trying to get these to these places of self-awareness and balance in different ways. And I think that that's a beautiful mark for us societally. Me too. I love that's that. It. And rent. My left arrows want to give some um, ways that you can connect with if you're out of balance. My first uh, little tip would be... Um, understand what your not self theme is and mine is definitely anger or I guess the highest vibe would be to feel it for me would be to feel at peace and so if your signature um if you're not feeling for me it's at peace for Monique it's feeling success for you sacrals it's feeling satisfaction for um the reflectors it's feeling surprise if you're not in inviting yourself to like apply some kind of 80, 20 rules, 70, 30, I don't give a fuck what your number is, but like a checkpoint to check in with yourself. So then you can really attune to, okay, something might be out of balance for me, 
where might that be? And then once you've empowered yourself to have that checkpoint, I'm always going to offer that five minute, really just tune everybody out, ground in somewhere, whatever way feels called for you. I've told you guys before, I have this favorite little piece of carpet that I love to lay on. It's soft and fluffy. And I put a hand on my heart and a hand on my belly. And I just ask myself, what do I need in this moment? What am I feeling? What, what, how could I give back to myself and find something is going to come up. Something is going to come up if you're really empowering yourself to do that. And so whatever does come up, you know, for me, usually it's, (laughs) I'm finding the common theme is I need rest shocking, but it's like, all right, how can I give that to myself? Because then that's the third step, right? Like that's really saying, okay, what's something I can do to help create that for some of you. It might be taking something off your plate for you sacrals. It's not doing something that doesn't light you up, right? It's like, but there are ways that you can help get yourself to what balance feels like. And by the way, you know, if there's another step or like a precursor to all the steps, what does balance even get to feel like for you? And for me, I know I feel at peace. I feel um like uh, fulfilled. I feel supported. I feel successful even, even though, you know, I'm not a projector, but like, I feel, all right, I've done things that feel really good. I feel like I gave the energy that I wanted to. I didn't give too much or too little. I didn't suck anybody's aura in, you know, just ways that you can help connect with that. And then look for the little clues in your design. Like Monique offered the splits, like I offered the, you know, emotions and help yourself say, how can I create more of this for myself? Because we can, we are, we do get to be in control of this. And it starts with really grounding in and paying attention. Yeah. Beautifully said. Um, I love what you, I love that you mentioned the not self themes and, and, you know, even though you said success, I'm not a projector. It's like, no, no, you are like, we are all each other. You know, yes. like I was saying, we're all connected and you know, your design side wanted to be a splitting projector. Anyway. Yes, it did. So whatever, but you, we are all, you know, whether we're not sacrals, I mean, you know, I mean, we still have, we have access to that. Like we always say, it's just not consistent. So we are all parts, you know, those words, success, satisfaction, peace surprise those are great great set of four words to check in for balance and we all should like and i um you know understand that you are that if you're uh you know uh, we all are those things we are all like life wants to um deliver you know surprise and satisfaction and success and peace to us but it also wants us to like work with it that's how i feel i love that you know, it kind of wants us to let go of these preconceived notions that we have on how things have to maybe be and look. And, and, and that can be hard. Like you said, I know it, I'm still doing it, you know? Um, but it's so important because then it's like those things get shown up for you. And it's like, you're not looking outside for like that success or like, you're not like waiting for that satisfaction to come. You are it. We are creation creations us I love that that's another line from one of my songs but it's or something like that I paraphrase but it's like we're all so connected and we we have all this empowerment within us as well like you said we do get to control some of these not control but like understand these parts of ourselves in a way that we get to like practically apply and we can control how we experience the experiences to some degree right? How we process them maybe, or how we understand them, how we look at them. And um, 
just to um, give your left arrows a couple bullet points here, I would say for um, balance for me, it's alone time um, is a huge part is, is how I get into balance with myself again, because of what I mentioned, I get swept up away in people and places and things. <laughs> and, uh, and I, when I go back to my space, my little chair here in my house that I like to be in, that I feel good in, I get clarity pretty quickly. Spleen. Thank you. But, um, you know, alone time, uh, breath, breath work, breathing, breath, Guys, you'll be surprised what breathing can do for your fucking life. I didn't realize that. I didn't know. You've said before that you've been a shallow breather your whole life. I didn't realize how much I've held my breath my, my a lot of my life. I, I've, I've, I've been, I was, I was like holding my breath a lot of the time. Um, I, I still catch myself doing it sometimes in, when I get tense and uh, I am um, breathing. Like you say, you put a hand on your heart and your, and your stomach. I'm doing it right now, but I put a hand on my heart and I breathe. Um, and that helps me get back to a place of like stasis or balance or, or closer to, you know, breath, just breathing, just breathing. And, and when you're breathing, um, you know, if you're thinking about things or whatever, it's going to happen. I don't know what happens to me, but when I catch myself thinking about things, I just go back to my breath and I try and like literally listen to my breathing inside of my head. You know, when you can like hear your breathing in your head, that's kind of what it, that's what I go to. And like listening to that sound or whatever the breath that's it like get as basic and primitive as you can about this and again maybe it's because I'm spleening that these work so well for me but it does work really well for me to get me to a place of balance and stasis again and then grounding grounding like you mentioned um and if that means going outside and putting your hand on the grass that's what it means um I had a friend who she worked uh, when she was working at her corporate job she used to sometimes and I maybe not always but as she got more and more um self-aware and on her path she started going outside to take breaks and just taking her shoes off and standing outside with her feet on the grass because the the, the insides of the office were making her so not her you know that she had to go out and going outside and literally taking off her shoes. And I was like, man, that's, you know, and that's like, see, and this is why I say we can learn from kids so much. That's little kid shit. What's the first thing kids do? They go outside. My, my kid still does. Can I take off my shoes? It's like, we want to do this. We want to be this way. Let's let ourselves be this way a little bit and see what happens. Because I am um, grounding like that sometimes. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to say that I go outside and like necessarily put my hand on the grass all the time, but I have done it. And I do go outside in my backyard area where I have like water to look at and I will make sure I'm barefoot and I will just stare into the water and put my feet and my hands on the, on the grass, on the grass, touch the dirt. Like grounding means that, yes. you know, look at an animal. Uh, like I don't know find a fucking worm on the ground and stare at it for a while that's grounding yes. it connects to the source of our that helps me all of those things so there's for your left arrows check 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 I love them <laughs> god I love them if you guys are not hearing all the ways that we are trying to empower you to become aware of where you're at with balance and then connect to it and then invite you to um really lean in to creating it and listen again yeah if you're not I mean, hearing it you know i mean just it doesn't matter that it's libra season that's where we felt called to bring it but yeah. it's like we do have a roadmap for that within yeah, no, you it's, know, it's within our it's design. really quite beautiful yeah i love it 
Yeah, I love that we get to um to find more ways to love ourselves um in within design. And uh like I say this to new clients all the time. The the biggest part of why design has like made my life different is because it has fostered a deep self-love and self-acceptance um relationship within myself. And that was something that I was lacking that I didn't even fully realize. Um and but then when I started doing it, I realized how good it felt for me. And um and sharing that with other people in ways that it can help do that for them has been my freaking internal joy since then. So um, I just, I love that this is just another way that we get to see how we can get more balanced and what we can self-empower ourselves to do. You know, I mean, outside, you know, therapy, all those things are great to, to help resource yourself too, right? But um, we have so much power within us that we're not taught to, to really to tap into uh, until until recently. So uh, let's start doing that because it's magical. Yes. It really can be. Mic drop. Yeah. Mic drop. I think we're done here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, boys and girls. Yeah. And everything in between. We love you so much. And we love sharing our um, our topics, ideas consciousness thoughts I don't know with you all um this is this felt really right I'm so glad that uh that Amy brought it to us right as right as we were starting to record it and I think it came out just as it was meant to as it always does yep until the next one love yourselves and know that we love you and please uh feel free to reach out to us um we have been starting to get more people reaching out to us and just with a message about things they want to hear on episodes or other messages and um it has been so lovely for us to receive that and we love it and um we've been continually growing um we're now in 37 countries last time i checked and um, I just couldn't be more proud. My defined ego feels really freaking good about it. And I hope that Amy's does, Amy's undefined ego feels just <laughs> as good about it. And um, I just want everyone out there to know how special you are, that you're listening and that you're tuning in and that you're um, engaging with us in, in ways and that we feel it. I want you to hear that. I do. I love it so much. It feels so amazingly delicious. Monique and I often reflect on the gratitude we have. And if any of you listeners are a lot like me, where you don't often share, you know, how something lands for you, I am stepping outside of my comfort zone and letting others know, and it just feels good to hear it. So um, if you were looking for um, just, you know, someone who was doing that too. It's okay. It's okay to share. So we love you. We were inviting you to love yourself, create balance and however it feels for you. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us. So you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is. 